Hello, my name is Kevin, and I'm joined by my wife and co-host, Mary. Hello out there. Welcome to the Growth-Minded Marriage. After a partnership of 15 years, three kids, and the actualization of our dream life, we know that our continued growth together is the only way to maintain our happiness. This podcast was born from that realization. The Growth Mindset is a powerful tool accessible to everyone, so however you found us, you are welcome here. We are committed to being authentic while we share our transitions, challenges, and defining moments, and we hope to connect with others who find themselves on a similar path. So if you're ready, let's grow. Hello, my name's Mary. And I'm Kevin, and welcome to The Growth-Minded Marriage. We just recorded this episode. Whoopsies. And it was lovely. And then we realized we had it on the wrong setting. So... You sounded great. (laughs) Kevin sounded like a distant echo. And I'm real sorry, guys, because I was spilling just nothing but gold. (laughs) It was a lot of gold in that one. (laughs) We are so grateful that you are here. This episode is hopefully a little different spin on, I think, a lot of content that is out there right now on gratitude. And maybe we should uh, say what we're going to talk about today. Well, we did. Oh, did we? Just now. Oh, gratitude. Yeah. (laughs) I know that November obviously is a month that a lot of podcasters and Instagrammers and influencers are talking about gratitude. And unfortunately, it's also the month we decided to talk about it. But hopefully we're giving you a little bit of a different more tangible spin on the topic. Mm -hmm. And we're doing it different because this will probably release after Thanksgiving. (laughs) (laughs) They all got their stuff out early. (laughs) Uh, Timing's not important. No. Oh, goodness. Maybe more important after the fact. (laughs) That's when you can really put these thoughts into good use. People are too distracted by Thanksgiving Uh right now. Uh Yeah. We just wanted to talk about our individual viewpoint on gratitude and what place it has in our life now. And then I think just some interesting insights that the podcast has given us specifically on how gratitude shapes our life. So the first time we recorded this, Kevin pointed out that I always sort of ask him the first question. So Kevin decided to ask me the first question so that I could talk more. Oh, may I ask my question now? Yeah, go ahead. So uh, typically, you always jump in and make me answer first, and then you answer second with all your big science jargon and Ghostbuster lingo. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So why don't you tell me about how you incorporate gratitude into your life? Yes. First, I would like to say that I am basic, which I think is a proper use of that term, that I started with a gratitude journal. Like, everyone out there says that you should be doing a gratitude journal, and, you know, It's not a bad place to start. It's definitely where I started. I was influenced by Rachel Hollis, who I started listening to uh, like October of 2018. And I only know this because it's in my gratitude journal that I looked back on before we started recording this episode. You date them? Oh, yeah. Sure. Certainly. So I started my little morning routine probably a year before that. And the things that I put in my morning routine were changing. And it was just at a point in my life where I was really starting to come into my own and starting to feel that spark that I've talked about often here. And so I 
took the advice of Ms. Rachel Hollis and sat down one day and started writing down simple things like, I'm grateful for seven hours of sleep. I'm grateful for a good meal last night. Uh, I'm grateful that Kevin and I, you know, have a date night planned, those sorts of things. And it just flowed really easily. And I was like, oh, you know, I felt like I'm I'm doing this well, maybe, you know, like that perfectionism sort of coming out that I was good at it. And I maybe did it for a couple of weeks and things started to get maybe a teeny bit deeper. I did look at the list and one of them was (laughs) that I was grateful for a good poop. Oh, boy. I promise that's probably got multiple mentions. <laughs> I mean, sometimes it's really worth being grateful for. Wow. So <laughs> It's little things, guys. That's what life's about. So the practice really started at that simple place, and it's grown from there. So this is interesting because it's one of the few topics that we've talked about that actually has a little breadth of history for you. Yes. You didn't just discover doing this. You've been doing it for a couple of years now. Yes. So what would you say you've kind of gotten out of it? Like documenting the excitement and joy of yeah. movements and such. <laughs> oh, goodness. Yeah, I think that it started from a very excited, passionate place where I was finally feeling something other than afraid of my insides like i i felt scared to know myself deeper because that's where my shame monster was which i didn't really understand in 2018 but i just knew that i had a lot of scary thoughts going on in my head a lot of the time and i was very good at pushing them down and as i said maybe two episodes ago that i you know was an achiever and i'd put all these good things on top of my shame in order to feel better and to be able to function and gratitude kind of became one of those things and so it was something that i could do to tap into to feel better which you know is what it's supposed to do and then what i didn't realize was that gratitude is expansive and so once you start seeing the things that you're grateful for, you're able more easily to see the other things you're grateful for. And so during the course of my day, I was able to like pipe in good feelings into my body, you know, in particular when I wasn't feeling so good. So I would have conscious thoughts like, I want my day to be better than it might be right now. And so I am going to give someone a compliment and I would truly find someone and tell them something slightly more profound than like a just generic response to their questions. And so, you know, once you do that a couple of times and you see how it makes people feel and then, of course, how it makes you feel, you're like, oh, I want to do that lots more. And then I think what came soon thereafter was that our kids got old enough where they could communicate with us and that they were starting to point out things like, a beautiful flower or the moon or stars or truly anything and everything as kids do. And so I was given a lot of free opportunity to be grateful for things that they were pointing out. Like it was like an opening to say, oh, yeah, I'm grateful for that, too. And, oh, let's that rose smells so good. And, you know, just little things, just like a constant chatter I would do with them. And it just became really powerful. And then our kids started to pick up on it and do it back to us. Like they would mirror those sort of statements back to us. And you're like, 
oh, this is a really good thing. Like, this is something that makes them feel so good and me feel so good. And so we just started naturally incorporating it and doing it more and more and more. And now we're at the point where it's a lot of our conversation. Yeah. And you can really see how enthusiastic they become about it, too. Yes. And so it's now it's not even, you know, it's something that I write down in a journal. It's just the way I speak. And I'm constantly looking for opportunity to have deeper conversations with people, um, especially now that I realize that that's part of what makes me feel whole. And so gratitude is something that is an easy entry into those deeper conversations. So you agree that sounds about right for my gratitude or you think I should expand on anything? No, that sounds I think that's a good breath. I think maybe are we at time, though? No. Oh, we have time for me. (laughs) Okay. So gratitude is almost overwhelming to me in a good way. Like it consumes a lot of my thoughts. And so it's hard for me to remember before gratitude was such a wonderful and overwhelming part of our life in a good way. And so I'm just interested, I think, where you were at with gratitude before 2018, before kids even, and then how you feel like your gratitude has changed and how you express it now. Okay. So I think like way early on, like while I was growing up, I felt like just from the circumstances that I grew up in and the experiences that I had, I just felt like the world owed me something. I just had a very negative viewpoint of everything. And it was just kind of a pessimistic attitude. Um, And I think it wasn't until, you know, I went up to college and kind of reflected on a lot of the circumstances that I saw in life events that happened before growing up and kind of see them in a new light. You know, probably one of the biggest ones is I worked in a hospital dish room in high school. You know, I really, truly enjoyed my coworkers. Like, we had wonderful conversations. We got along. The only difference is is that I was bound to go to college, and they, for the most part, were just absolutely stuck there mm-hmm. without any other options. Mm-hmm. They needed that next paycheck more than anything. They didn't have the flexibility of having an opportunity to pursue, you know, one of their passions. Because it certainly wasn't like they weren't without them. It just sure, yeah. something happened in their life that prevented them from achieving everything that they probably would have wanted to. And I think at that moment, I realized and recognized that I was given this opportunity to pursue whatever I wanted to pursue. And I just had an immense appreciation for that. That you I probably, recognized that after you went to college? I probably recognized that in high school, actually. Mm-hmm. But I think it wasn't until I went off to college and kind of humbled myself that I probably was really able to appreciate it on a deeper mm-hmm. level. Yeah. Opened yourself up to feeling more of what you saw. Right. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I resonate with that because so much of gratitude is just opening yourself up to feel vulnerable. I'm not, I can't exactly explain that. That's how it feels for me. Like it feels awkward. Right. Um, maybe to admit that, I don't know. I don't know why it feels awkward because you're sort of being a child like, like to, um, cause it's a pause. Like I'm not sure if it's cause it's, you know, we're in a go, go, go culture. And so it feels maybe silly or 
you know, or, or just we don't see a lot of people speaking in that way or living their life in that way. And yeah. so it just feels like, oh, well, I've never seen other, other people do that. And so you just don't do it. Right. I also think I had like a pinch of guilt, too. Like I was getting out of here mm. and all these other people weren't. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when you got that feeling of guilt, you don't really, you know, really deeply reflect on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So your experiences in college brought you closer to what you now know is gratitude, but it's not like you were actively practicing that and like saying to yourself, I'm going to, you know, speak five acts of gratitude a day. Right. No, I think it was just more like recognizing Mm -hmm. these opportunities that I was given, like Mm -hmm. just getting to go to college, getting to pursue what I wanted to pursue, Mm -hmm. like having a professor take an interest in me. Yeah. Like, even getting like an RA job. Mm-hmm. Most other people would be like, of course, this is what I'm supposed to get. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm entitled to this. Mm-hmm. I never felt that. Mm-hmm. Like everything was an opportunity. And I made sure that everyone who was involved in providing that opportunity mm-hmm. for me were thanked and mm-hmm. appreciated. Yeah. So you had more of a perspective shift than maybe a practice of gratitude. Yeah. Like it was a perspective. And then how do you think it changed or do you think it changed because I started to make it such a priority in terms of maybe the predictable way that gratitude is supposed to be or the expected way that gratitude is supposed to be. I don't know if I even or- still fully buy in. Not, buy in is the wrong word, but I think that our definitions might still be a little bit different. I mean, I think that mine has morphed somewhat since then just because I work for myself I'm not around a lot of people who provide me a lot of opportunities. You know, I'm not around situations where I have opportunities to be thankful for Mm -hmm. whatever. Well, Um, I think you're just not around a lot of human, other human beings. (laughs) Yes. I'm typically around three children (laughs) and that's about it. Mm -hmm. So I think just now that my life is just more working from home and being with our kids, it's more morphed into sharing their wonder, mm-hmm. I would say, is my gratitude story now. Mm-hmm. Yes, being present for their wonder basically describes Kevin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just today, I try to walk to get our oldest son from school at least once a week. And today I walked with our two younger children and shortly after picking him up we're walking home and he grips my hand very tightly and i just have like this mental snapshot that just goes off my head these moments are just so precious Mm -hmm. and it's so important for me to acknowledge them because Mm -hmm. pretty soon he's not going to be willing to Mm -hmm. hold my hand in public right next to a school Mm -hmm. like those are the moments i just never want to forget and i'm just so grateful that i can see them as they're happening and be present for those moments Mm -hmm. and that to me is gratitude yeah it's not you know about my own personal achievements it's not about my personal experiences even i think it's just like those moments that i can just totally identify just like that human experience Mm -hmm. and just be able to stop like breathe it in Mm -hmm. and i think that that's what most people just miss yes and i would say that's what gratitude has done for us is that it has slowed life down where we can take hold of the present moment and feel all of the good that it can feel when your life is lived from good moment to good moment yeah yeah and and i think it's a tool to now find the good when we're feeling bad 
Like it's become so such a utility for us, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this goes into our parenting and stuff. But when the kids are struggling or when I'm struggling, I just think it has allowed us to have a different relationship with our kids. That's just allowed us to be just much more present in their bad moments as well. And yeah. to like kind of meet them there. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So I think we've covered everything. Oh, actually, the last thing that I wanted to... Did you want to talk about one more last thing? Yes. The last thing that I wanted to call attention to is just that the podcast has almost been its own gratitude practice, which has been unexpected. And definitely the podcast has taken different shapes already. And we're only like two months in or three months in. Episode seven, guys. Yeah. So one of the things that's been happening is that we are connecting with, you know, our family and friends who are basically the people who are listening to this podcast. Thank you so much for listening. All Rate, full, review, and scribe. Yeah. subscribe. <laughs> right. Thank you all four of you. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I mean, we are reaching past that circle. But I think what it's done is that our circle is connecting with us more. And I think because we're putting more of ourselves out there and it's so accessible to them. So as opposed to playing phone tag for a week to try to get a hold of someone, they can kind of tune in a conversation with us whenever they're available. And so it's just allowed them to have a connection with us without any effort, you know, and so minimal effort. Yeah. And so we're starting to hear some feedback about, oh, you know, I never knew that happened. Or what do you think about this? Or, you know, just some some messages and conversations that would not have happened without the podcast. And I just already am just like, oh, this is what it's for. Like, this is why I felt so strongly about doing it on top of the connection that it's maintaining and growing between Kevin and I and on top of the things that are possible with the podcast it's already doing the thing that we needed most from it, which is to create a community. We just are now recognizing we already had the community. We just weren't talking about the types of things we wanted to talk about with our community, with right. our family and friends. And so it's just made us so grateful for what we already have. Have you been experiencing that? Or yeah, that? I would also just say that I think I've got an equal amount of gratitude just for you, too, and what these conversations brought to our relationship mm -hmm. and just to be able to spark a lot of this dialogue that happens, I would say, throughout the entire time between episodes, too. Yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, we struggle some with maybe talking too much about these things. <laughs> yes, we do. The royal we. <laughs> Our children are like, Mommy and Daddy, stop talking. We want to say something. So, but it's just, I'm still in the high part. I'm still in the euphoric part where I'm like, oh, there is an entire unlocked part of my human existence that I have now identified and I just can't wait to explore it. And so Kevin gets to hear all about it. Mary's now learned that she tends to need to follow me if she wants to talk about some of these things because <laughs> I got stuff to do too. Uh, no, I'm good at saying, is this a good time to talk? And I, I said, have yeah, but you got to follow me. <laughs> But I wanted to just say that um, the other thing I've been able to do personally with the podcast is just to express gratitude to people who have entered my life more recently, like just through the production of this podcast and reaching out to different people or being inspired by different people. And it just feels really, really good to express my gratitude to them. And then like, if it's if that's all it is, that's all it is. But what has been happening is that the conversation has been started in a way that feels completely authentic to me by just me saying, hey, you touched me, you changed my life. And then I thought, oh, 
maybe that's someone we might want to have on the podcast. Like, it's just expanding my mind of like what's possible and the conversations that I would like to have. And so that's just really exciting that this gratitude practice that started from Rachel Hollis telling me I should write gratitude items down is again, you know, recreating itself in this new platform. So instead of a journal, it's now the podcast. So I guess I am journaling. Yeah. See, there you go. Which is just awesome. It's exciting. It's just like, I know that's a I know that's a good thing for me and us. And I know that's something I want to pursue. So we are happy that you are pursuing it along with us. Thanks everyone for sitting in with us. And I hope everyone had a safe and enjoyable Thanksgiving, however it looked this year. And ever onward. Ever onward. Ever onward.